capital over 20 picks over a two year span so that he can maneuver around. He's not going to spend all 20 picks, but it's just figuring out the guys that he wants. Obviously sitting at number two, they love Zach Wilson, the quarterback from BYU. And then he, he knew that he wanted to go up and get Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive tackle in college, who's going to kick inside the guard for the jets to protect the quarterback. They want to do, with, with Wilson, what the previous regime never really was able to do with Sam Darnold, and that's protect him and put weapons around him. So they, they utilized a little bit of that draft capital to move up to, a, I think it was 18 overall to get Elijah Vera Tucker. 14. And then oh, it was a 14. Okay, 14. Yeah. And then and then early in this, the second round, they sometimes lucky, you got you to be lucky to be good. They get a player that Mel and I both agree, Elijah Moore, the wide receiver from Ole Miss, belonged somewhere in the first round, and he falls to the second. So now you've got your quarterback. You've got, you've got a, a great pass protector on the inside. You've got a weapon at wide receiver. And then in the, in the I think it was the fourth round, they get Michael Carter, the running back from North Carolina, who can be that scat back, third down guy, Mr. Versatility. And even in the sixth round, to get Hanson Nasruddin, the safety from Florida State, who's had some durability issues, but he's a big dude. You know, 6'2 and change, 225 pounds. He can play that that dime and, and maybe even nickel linebacker spot, strong safety. So they got a lot of good players. And the other team that I really liked when I, when I sat down and looked at all of these, I thought Carolina, the mm-hmm. Panthers, had mm-hmm. a really good draft. Um, J.C. Horn was a little bit of a surprise at eight, the cornerback out of South Carolina. But he fits their scheme. They want to be a press man team. And he's a big, physical, long press man corner. Then they got um, Terrace Marshall, who we knew he was going to fall a little bit because of the, the, inj- the leg injury. But he fell all the way to, you know, basically, you know, in the middle of the second round. And then they get Tommy Tremble later, the, the fullback from Notre Dame, who's just kind of your, your versatile guy who can be a great blocker for Christian McCaffrey. Don't forget Sam Darnold was all was a part of this whole mixture as well. And so, and then Shai Smith, another receiver. So Terrace Marshall, the big long vertical receiver, Shai Smith, your slot receiver with Darnold and the other guys that I mentioned, I thought they had a really good draft. So the only thing with that that field and Todd is is Brady Christensen's going to have to be that left tackle possibility. And he tested well, he had a really good career, but he was never really challenged that much and pass protection. Now he's, you pass on Rashawn Slater. Now you got Brady Christensen. I like J.C. Horn. I like the heck of a pick in terms of a player, but they have to hope that that left tackle they drafted in the third round out of BYU holds up. And to piggyback on the Jets, Todd, the only issue I had with them was when you move Darnold, you go with Wilson, you lose Kyle Pitts. So they could have had Darnold as their quarterback and had Kyle Pitts. And now they don't have Kyle Pitts. So basically by Wilson being your quarterback, and moving with Arnold, you lost a great receiving entity in Kyle Pitts. And as I said, in a couple of years, what would you need to trade to, to a team that has Kyle Pitts like the Atlanta Falcons to get Kyle Pitts? What would, what would you have to give up? So to me, that's something to watch moving forward. But does that Yeah, I, under, really I understand that, but, but, but we're not in the building every day. You know, we, we haven't been around him, and we don't know what his psyche was like. And it, it was very clear that while they, they like Sam Darnold, but they, they thought it was time for him to move on and for the organization to move on. And I think both sides were really happy with, with how that played out. Yeah, and I understand it. your point. I really yeah, do. Right. And, I, and I, Joe basically said, as you know, I mean, you're good friends with Joe Douglas, and you know how it is, Todd. You know this better than anybody. They, if they'd have been picking third, he came out and said, we would have stuck with Sam. 
It was their love for Zach Wilson yeah. above and beyond. So if they would have been picking third and Zach goes two, he had said, we're sticking with Sam Darnold. So it wasn't yeah. like he, he you know, he so that, I mean, like that's how, that's how close it was for him, but right. they, right. they just fell in love with Zach, with Zach Wilson and, and only time will tell, but, but there's every reason to believe outside of some of the, the durability issues he's had with the shoulders and the thumb that he's going to be a really good pro. So I think we have to mention, at least I'll mention the Chicago Bears as a team that whose draft, if it goes as planned, and we know that rarely does a draft go as planned, but if the players that they selected reach their apex could be looked upon as a franchise-altering draft, it's Chicago. I always give teams credit for being honest with their timeline. Normally what I'm talking about is teams that aren't going to be very good, so rather than investing a bunch 